I see what you did. My name is Andrew Jones, and my hands portrayed the role of Luxo Jr. in the hit opening podcast of Are You Movie Mad? Uh, And I'm Johnny Ellis, and uh, my hands are movie mad. Are your hands movie mad? They are indeed movie mad. Do they have the spark of movies and madness? They do indeed. Johnny, what would you say your purpose in life is? To um, bring you joy. Bring me sunshine. The only way I know how. Bring me laughter all the while. All the while, yeah. Um, are you are you are year. you wise? Would you say? Um, I'm wise. Are you Morecambe? Beyond my ears. <laughs> Which um, one are I'm... you? Which one would you feel better being? Probably Eric wise. or Ernie? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, happy New Year! Happy New Year! We're, we're of course this is just like uh, more common wise. We are in bed together. Yes, yeah. Um, I mean, does it feel different? Is it a whole new year? A whole new like, you know, last year didn't happen. Last year definitely happened. Yeah, it uh, seems like people are approaching the new year as like like it's it's a, a new start. Year. Yeah, but uh, as we all know from. Uh, from Tobias Fionke. It just makes you an anus tart. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's, everyone, it seems that the whole approach to New Year this year, especially, is a new start, but more more so than other years. Like, it's like people are like ready to write off last year entirely, which I understand. Yeah, but, but like immediately it's going to be working out in their favour kind of thing. Yeah. And they do that with every year. They have that kind of thing. Like, like they, well, you know, it's fine because next year everything's going to work out pretty quickly. And then say, oh, no, it's like Friday and Saturday have just happened. And now it's Sunday. Oh, it's New yes. Year's Day, but it's just a regular Sunday. Yes. And exactly. what's tomorrow? It's... What's Monday? Just another manic Monday. <laughs> Come on. I wish it was Sunday. Yeah, that's it's, my bun it's, day. It's dangerous. Is that the lyrics? People... It is now. That's my bum day. <laughs> uh, well, how are we kicking my off this year? My sticking in the rump day. <laughs> oh, whoa. Make you come day. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, we're watching a Disney film today, so it's good to go <laughs> this route. <laughs> I just realised we're being rude. I say um, we. Hey, right. kids. <laughs> Welcome to our day. Hey, kids, have you heard the C word yet? <laughs> you ever seen a grown man naked? Um, <laughs> it's like gladiator movies, children. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna watch Airplane because oh, we should. That film never stops being great. <laughs> we didn't oh. No, we watched it like I watched it last year with the parents because uh. <laughs> we were going through our uh, we were doing a, the hundred films on a on a poster of the hundred great films. I was like, yeah, we'll watch that one. Well, I think that was like one of the first ones we got through. Yeah, yeah. still great, still great, funny. Still Eighty-eight great. minutes. Yeah. 
But the film 88 minutes, which is 100 minutes, 110 <laughs> minutes, long, dull, <laughs> boring, awful. It's the film It's the film 88 minutes, not even eight oh, that's just... No, it's not a real-time film. That's the problem. That's... It's like Al Pacino gets a call. It's like, you've got 88 minutes to do something. That happens 10 minutes into the fucking film, and then it's just oh, not like it's so a real-time stuff. It's like, well, come on. You fail at that. And then the director of that works with Al Pacino again in Righteous Kill. Righteous Kill is the first full film, which is Pacino and De Niro together hanging out. Not one yeah. scene, not not just two separate, separated from uh, each other in storyline, but they hang out together. They're best friends, detectives. Like, that's what we get? Fuck you! Oh, what's that? Oh, Pacino and De Niro, they fuck? And their best friends, 50 Cent? What is Righteous Kill? What is Righteous Kill? I was, a big, I was so excited to see that in the cinema. I remember going to the premiere of it, but I never saw the film. You never saw it! Um, Pacino. I am quite Ooh. excited for this week's ah, film. Um, I'll sign your disc. As we record... I'll Twister with your sister. <laughs> as we record, Jack it's been... Jill. As we record, it's been a couple of days Sorry. since the Johnny film Depp. came out. What a guy. Yes, yes uh, as um, we record, it's a couple of days. We're getting this one done early because one of us wants to watch this really desperately. The other one didn't even bother to do the we'll watch it desperately. He was like, oh, no, I'm going to watch it immediately. Fuck you. Yeah. And then we'll watch it again, even if it's rubbish. Yes. So I'm very intrigued. You said you're excited about revisiting this. Uh, that could go both ways. You're excited about how bad this is and uh, seeing if maybe it gets better on a second go. Uh, you're excited because it's emotion. I, I'm expecting emotion. I'm expecting uh, to cry at some point. Um, I'm sorry. We're not watching Inside Out, which was an emotion picture, a major emotion yeah, picture. Yeah, true. Um <laughs> No, we're watching uh, Soul, which I believe... Which is set in Korea, right? North Korea, South Korea? <laughs> Imagine if it was. That would be perfect. Well, um, no, then we're going to follow up and we're going to watch Denial. Which is in Egypt. It's not just in Egypt. What is it? It's in the river in Egypt. It's, it's not in the river in Egypt. It is the river in Egypt. The cat's in the bag. <laughs> the bag is in the river in Egypt. <laughs> um... Now, I don't know too much about Soul. Uh, I think it starts off with someone dying and then you follow the soul in the other realm and he's finding his way back. The other to... realm? Yeah. So, finding his way back to... Life, back to reality. But yeah, I, I don't know much. You've, you know, you know, you've seen this film now. Um, yes, any I have surprises some. there's a couple of actors who pop up which I'm pretty sure you'll be excited to hear in a Pixar movie Okay, just the idea they're in a, a major American picture is always kind of exciting right this is, this is for one of them it's the second like oh wow you're in this big movie this year right. considering you're usually known as, your, as a performer as an actor so I'll be excited for you to hear out and go ah ooh yeah. What do you know about Soul, baby? Uh, yeah, all I know is someone falls down a an open manhole um, and uh, and dies, and you follow their soul around, but I don't know why. Okay, but do you and know... he's a jazz singer, soul singer. What a jazz singer! Yeah, I have jazz. He's fucking Al Jolson over here. <laughs> he just wants to get back home to his mummy. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I it took a lot for me not to watch it on Christmas Day, and I know you you gave me uh, permission to, but um, but I I thought it would be nice to have one of us who haven't who hasn't seen it, and as it usually goes for this uh, podcast, it's me. <laughs> Sorry, it's a you. It's a me, Mario. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Do you think they'll ever do a Mario film? Another, another Mario awesome. film? Hey, I'm a jazz singer. <laughs> I find that man whole. <laughs> Wario is a very weird voice to have. <laughs> if you go for Waluigi, um, how do you do Waluigi voice though? I'm not going to win. Because <laughs> it's slightly higher pitch, but it's also still in the ah. Eh? <laughs> My favorite was always Warrior. Do you do you find that you would like to have the clothes of Warrior upon you? His fashion sense. Would you say you appreciate Warrior wear? Oh my god. Oh my god. You can't say it's a long wall because that's only a <laughs> cop stepping to jump over a goober. <laughs> Yeah. Now I'm looking into if WarioWare is coming on to um, Nintendo Switch, because they really need to have one. Do you know what was really exciting? For Christmas, Oh yeah. I got to a video conference with my uh, nephews oh. about half an hour or so. That Not was long, exciting. You know, something. Uh, and my oldest nephew got uh, Lego Mario for Christmas. Oh. And so he was there just creating his own levels in the background. It's just watching him. Just this fascinating thing of, oh, this Lego Mario looks quite fun. I really yeah. want to play. I really want to go over there and play. <laughs> I, uh, I treated myself I miss to... my nephews, but I also miss Lego. Yeah. I treated myself to a few uh, uh, Nintendo Switch games over Christmas, uh, including uh, Super Smash Bros. But now you're making me want to get... Um, the, there's a Mario game where you can create your own levels, which I'm kind of now you're 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 making me feel creative, which I haven't felt like in ages. It's a Mario game where you create your own levels. Yeah, I think so. Sounds super. So cool. <laughs> um, Mario, don't know. Mario, don't know. And what Mario <laughs> don't know won't kill him. Am oh, I right? Mario, Mario creator, Super Mario maker. So it's called Mario Creator, colon, Super know, Mario. Super Mario Maker. That's what it's called. Two? Yes, there is a second one, which was released uh, June 2019, apparently. Do you know who likes that? Why? Who likes that? Yes. Who? My nephews. All oh, right. They're playing it. Yeah, now making... you're, you're, you're getting me in the mood to get that now. I did Let's also get uh, Alien Isolation on Nintendo Switch. Which I've played through once on um on PlayStation. PlayStation. No. But I love PlayStation. PlayStation. That's the voice of the adverts. Yeah. I'm doing that. Uh Xbox! Yo! Damn good game. Damn good game. I'm excited to revisit it on um on the Nintendo Switch. Um, sorry. <laughs> right, <laughs> so I was gonna go into the technical details of do you know who worked on SOP? Uh, Jamie Fox. Right. Okay. Let's go into the uh, head of department first. Who's the director? Do we know the director of Salt? Pete Doctor. Who has done uh, other 
films. Which Pixar films has he done? Let's hit the Pixar. Did he do? Did he do up? He did up. He went up. Um, like the stocks in the company he built. Did he do Monsters Inc? The company of Monsters Inc. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, what else did he do? Very, very important other film he did, which is relevant to this. Ratatouille. Oh, um, uh, the one we were talking about. Um, I might have sent you some emojis. Inside Out. There we go. Inside Out. That was it. Good yeah. Boy. Good boy. <laughs> Thank you. I like it when you call me that. Yeah, uh, you like it when I call you daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel like a uh, power spook. Lamar from Nashville. Daddy from Nashville. Lamar. Daddy. Lamar Barnes. <laughs> Plot twist in season three. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all right. myself that Juliet's got a good old James connection. <laughs> you can listen to our um, sister podcast, Backstage at the Bluebird, for more Nashville talk. But yeah, that's, that's all I know about Soul, really. That's all you know about Soul. But you know Jamie Foxx is in it. Yeah, I do know Jimmy Fox. Do you Fox, know Tina in it? Uh, yes, I spotted her name. Do you know David Diggs is in it? No, I wasn't aware. Yeah, now you know David Diggs is in it. I'm going to leave a couple of big names away from you first. But okay. I just want to mention the score. Oh, there's jazz composition, which is done in this film. But the, right. the, the main score of the film, do you know who did the score? Which always no. throws me the idea when they announced it. And because, uh, I'm, on, because I'm on the uh, mailing list for the band... You get emails when they announce scores. All oh, right. So sometimes, uh, was, you know, I'll like, hey, Nine Inch Nails, Manx <laughs> soundtrack out now. It's like, pick Disney Pixar's Cell soundtrack coming soon, available to pre-order. What? Nine Inch Nails? <laughs> Which, you know, obviously that makes you want to fuck you like an animal. <laughs> I got a big soul and a, it's got a big gun. <laughs> Can't give it a big old gun. It just wants to have fun. <laughs> You know, um, big man with the gun, right? Oh, yeah, no your head. I'll make you suck it. Maybe I'll put a hole in your head just for the fuck of it. Shoot, 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 shoot. I'm going to come all over you. Shoot, 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 shoot. I'm going to come all over you. Trent Reznor made some interesting musical choices. He was a broken man. And his episode of Song Exploder talking about Hurt is wonderful. Because he's willing to dig deep into the pain of it all. It's like, bless him. Mm. Um, it's like, yeah, yeah I was an edgy I'm... guy trying to edge your shit, but you know, this was tough. And there, there, then he's like, there I am. And Johnny Cash is singing my song, and I'm singing this with David Bowie. It's like, oh, oh, sorry, Exploder. Good times. Yeah, I, I, it's on my never ending list. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm very intrigued with uh, Soul. I'm very excited. Yeah, I had to wait a whole two days. Um, when can we start the film? Well, I mean, when can we start the film? Probably back at the Cannes Film Festival when it was uh, an official selection, as you all know. Yes. yes. And it's listed the end credits list that it's the official official selection of Cannes. Oh. <laughs> Just to remind mm. you that you know, Cannes didn't happen, but hey, we were still chosen. <laughs> and of course it was officially shown at London Film Festival London Film Festival yeah which makes it more important 
Yes. Exactly. So this is a very London-centric film, I think you'll find. Okay. You'll see it. You're like, yes, this is this is the kind of film London Film Festival should be really pushing. So right. Really, I thought it was very uh, New York. No, London. What right. is New York but New London? <laughs> I mean, but, if you go to York and you look around, you don't like, you're like, hey, yo, I'm walking here. Do you? <laughs> so think about it. All right. Whereas in London, we're always walking. And we're always hey, and we're always yo. <laughs> New London. <laughs> yeah. Well... What more do I need to know going into this? Uh, okay, let's see how you've been with Pixar for the last decade. Because that's okay. about the time when Disney really took over the uh, slate, as it were. Right. Which it is. You know, Toy Story 3 onwards. How are you feeling about Pixar? Um, I've got seen Cars 2 and 3. Sorry. Yeah, the only Pixar film I'm pretty sure I haven't seen is Cars 3 and Soul. Cars 3 makes Cars 2 look like Cars 1. <laughs> no, it's the other way around, isn't it? Cars one look like cars two. That's the right. old adage. Right, cars three is decent. It's perfectly fine. It's down the middle. It's not as boring as cars one, and it's not as awful as cars two. Mm. Cars three, you get Army Hammer as a, a slick young car getting involved. It's like Lightning McQueen, your time has come. I'm going to be the Piston Cup champion now. <laughs> and hey, you're thinking, right, well, what about Mater, everyone's favourite character? But fuck it, who cares? Mate's barely in it. He's the judge of the franchise now. <laughs> fuck Mater. Oh my god, it actually is Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. I was joking. Seriously? You didn't... I, was actually, I was actually joking. I thought you were going along with the joke. No. I thought you just didn't. Really no, you nailed it. it. You, you nine inch nailed it first time. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe that. I I said that because it was the most ridiculous idea. Yeah, because uh, they work with Fincher. They're they're edgy. They work with Fincher. <laughs> what else they do? they, they've done some real cool stuff lately, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Ross um, himself has been doing his own thing. They've been working with Soderbergh, haven't they? I think so. Soderbergh. But yeah, I'm just looking over their list of uh, of. Pixar films, and yeah, the only one I've not seen is Cars 3. Um, the one that I haven't hey, seen... Bird Box. Remember Bird Box? Million Little Pieces, mid-90s. Patriot's Day, Triple Nine. Black Hat. <laughs> and now Soul. Broken City, Love and Mercy. Um, one, um, one Pixar film Eli. which I haven't seen, uh, well, I've only seen once, and I should really get around to watching again, is Ratatouille. That's a very important film to this film. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. You'll see it. When you see it, you might recognise what I'm referring to. But, yeah, you've only seen that once. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've only seen that once. their finest, their second finest hour, let's face it, because Wally's their finest work. Toy Story 3. Is the worst of the Toy Story films. Wow. No, Not worse than Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4 has really good stuff in it. Mm. Tells an interesting story. Toy Story 3, it goes with the outlook of miserableism. And we can't forget uh, the good dinosaur. We don't forget the good dinosaur. Anna Paquin plays uh, Sam Elliott's daughter. And Sam Elliott is a T-Rex. Because <laughs> Richard Attenborough came into the film 
And uh, in the in the writers' room, he said, uh, "You know what you need? You need a T Rex." And they walked out. <laughs> well, shall we? Um, shall we, we get into soul? Because I've I've waited long enough. Nah. Oh. Nah. Alright, what's next week? Coco, baby. Let's talk about Coco. Remember when we saw Coco together? Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That probably is quite relevant. It's about music, baby. Music and the afterlife. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're just just, um, retreading old old, uh, films now. Yeah, it's almost like they're rehashing everything. Mm. How did you feel about it? Did you celebrate? Did you celebrate last year's Leap Day by watching Onward on Leap Day when they released it in cinemas for the day? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't because that's when I saw it. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Okay. (laughs) Um, would you have? Is is this film you would have liked to see in uh, in a cinema? Or are you kind of glad you got to stay at home and not have to bother leaving the house? Johnny, I wish... I got a bad feeling because of what Mulan did with its home entertainment release. You'll notice there's a DVD, Blu-ray and 4K, but no 3D. I'm worried Soul's going to get the same, and I really want to see this fucking thing in 3D. Uh-huh. We'll get to it. But, uh, yeah, of course, you know, any Pixar film I want to see in the cinema first time. Yeah, and this is this is the first Pixar film I've not seen in cinemas for the first time since all the way back to Cars Three. But it was it nice watching a new <laughs> release on um, on Christmas Day? Because we don't get that very often here. Look, I had planned. I had a Christmas Day plan before they announced all this stuff, which was I had just bought the 4K of Great Escape. All right, which I've not seen for you know twenty years, and I was going to do the double, the Christmas double bill of the the war movie for boys and then finally watch the war movie for girls. What's that? My three hour war movie for boys, great escape straight on with the three hour war movie for girls, the sound of music, which I've still never seen. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's what they would always have on TV at Christmas. BBC two mm. would put on great escape. ITV would have the sound of music and I'd watch the great escape. Cause you know, motorbikes, Steve <laughs> McQueen, my, my granddad said it was cool. It's just a shame that, um, so that was my favourite thing. Original. It's the same they didn't cast the original guy. Uh, wait, wait, who was the original guy? Who was on the list? Um, Rick Dalton. Yeah, but who was on the list? Rick Dalton's not your first go-to for a movie like that. He's a TV performer. I know Stephen King's a bit more TV, but you know, Rick Dalton's just kind of, you know. He's my first go-to. I can't remember who was on the list, but well, what matters is... Law. I don't know bounty yeah. laws on TV. Yeah, who cares? Okay. Okay. No. Nah. No, nah, I don't want to have a Rick Dalton double feature. That sounds <laughs> awful. Could you imagine him being in Sound of Music? Oh, no, that would be good. I can't imagine him singing and dancing like Rick Dalton. Oh, he did that song, uh, Behind the Green Door. Wait, wait, where was it? I, I don't go behind green doors. Where was it? What song did he sing? Uh, it's about the old piano uh, that they play loud behind the green door, was it? Yeah. Well, okay, I don't know. <laughs> What's that I, I, I understand volume-wise might be coming through the green door, but I'm not going behind the green door. What song did he sing? <laughs> behind the green door. Who's on first? 
And we can do a commentary for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood before the end of lockdown. Yes. Slash before the end of humanity. Yes, we are. Well, before that, <laughs> see, oh, look, a five minute tangent onto Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and you're happy. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, I'll sit through this moment. I want to get to solve, but at the same time, I'll do this moment. Yep. What do you imagine the story of Soul will be? Someone falls down a, a, a manhole cover. Um, a manhole cover? He falls yeah, down the cover. Um, it? Yeah, it's very strange. Ooh, and um, then the turtles try and eat it because it looks like a pizza. <laughs> turns into a little blue soul and uh, has to navigate his way around and maybe find the love of his life who died a few years before. But of that, in my little blue soul. Gonna find, justified, and losing my soul. So they can spend the rest of their lives together, which is ironic because their lives have ended. So they're gonna find their mate. Yes. That's that's all I've got. So you got to you got a love story in soul for kids. Yes. Kids love love. Just like Wally, the love story that we all love. <laughs> One of the greatest rom-coms ever made. Come on, let's start. I want to watch this. It's way too long. Eva! Wally! Eva! Wally! Mouth. Salt. Music is all I think about. From the moment I wake up in the morning to the moment I fall asleep at night. I was born to play. It's my reason for living. Hello? What the... This weed, it counts off. There's a soul missing. Is this heaven? No. Is it H E double hockey sticks? Hell, hell, hell. Quiet coyotes. <laughs> no, it's the great before. This is where new souls get their personalities, quirks, and interest before they go to Earth. Here we are. Don't worry, you can't crush a soul here. That's what life on Earth is for. Whoa. It's my life. Can you help me get back? Come on. This won't be a disaster, that's for sure. You're out there somewhere, little soul. Life is full of possibilities. You just need to know where to look. Don't miss out on the joys of life. <laughs> like uh, pizza. I can't smell. We can't, we can't taste either? All that stuff is in your body. No smell, no taste. Or touch. See? Okay, I get it. Disney and Pixar Soul. A nice sip of a drink, which you <laughs> couldn't do if you were dead.
because you can't taste anything. It just goes out because you're not a bloody, you're just a corporeal beast, a thing, a hypothetical floating around, ethereal. Nothing, just, was... nothing really makes any sense or matters or anything at that point. You're just, you know, constructs of sentience mixed together with the fabric of the universe. Who do you think um, Tina Fey's soul turned into? The boss baby. <laughs> Family business, I mean, sequel. <laughs> I'd watch that. Oh, you're going to watch Boss Baby Family Business? Yeah, I mean, just, uh, <laughs> just find clips from 30 Rock and plug them over there. <laughs> it's um, weird that she talks like Sarah Palin now. <laughs> <laughs> that was, um, that was magical. Remember how the film opened? The Disney theme playing so far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, what do you think about that opening 10 minutes of all the uh, opening titles? Yeah, I didn't realise that the opening titles hadn't even happened. Because <laughs> well, usually it's just pretty much very early at the start they'll do the... Yeah. Picks, like, get out of the way and then it's right, it's a film and then we'll do the credits at the end. As opposed to, right, look, yeah, here's our character, he's dead. <laughs> and he's lost in the fabric of the universe. I liked, um, <laughs> I liked him walking around uh, and like the uh, the bricks falling just after he's walked past it and walking through the bananas. Oh, his banana peels. <laughs> um, Falling prices. Uh, it's just wonderful. Tell me about the first time you saw Soul. <laughs> oh, many ages ago. Many <laughs> ages ago when I was but a young boy. I sat there by the ribbons of the old CRT TV <laughs> and watched a, an early broadcast of this TV channel, Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I opted not to go for the group watch, which would have involved me getting other families from around the country or even the world to watch at the same time. <laughs> so I decided to watch it at home with my parents, who were there because I'm a baby at that point and not a 30-year-old man still living at home because the economy <laughs> was busted for my entire life and then a pandemic hit what kind of soul have i had <laughs> can i ask you before we start anything else yeah who's your favorite character and why is it councillor jerry <laughs> which jerry councillor jerry councillor jerry all the jerry's no no councillor jerry very specifically councillor jerry <laughs> they've got a great voice um now, this is the second this of two films that Disney, as a corporation, have released this year, in which Alice Braga looks after the souls of some strange creatures in a kind of desolated, isolated place where there are beasts around. Oh, what are you talking about? So this is oh, Disney oh. Pixar's The New Mutants. Oh, right. Because they all got to learn what their skills are, yeah, and how to handle them, and there are lost souls out there, beasts trying to harm them. So this is basically, you know, this is just a remake of the New Mutants, right? I didn't see the New Mutants because it came <laughs> to cinemas, and I couldn't go to cinemas, obviously. Because do you want to do yeah. new, the New Mutants as a um, as a, an episode? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do the New, new Mutants. I'm not going to pay to watch the New Mutants. New Mutants has no interest in me. Sure, it's on uh, Disney Plus. Now, or oh, you mean Star? Oh, yes. Star. When's that? February, March? <sighs> Who it's cares? February. 
I'm excited about that. When they get um, the John McClane streaming series, that's when it's going to be good. <laughs> this was um, I'm, I've I've got it on again. I've just restarted it just to uh, remind myself of the opening. And I was watching him walking around. You know, ah, uh, oh, there we go. Eleven minutes, fifty-eight. Yeah, before he goes to the abstraction. Yeah, the abstraction. That this whole opening bit reminded me of um, that game Superliminal that I, I played uh, at the beginning of this pandemic. Um, was, it, was it good? Yeah. Was it super? It. <laughs> it was super. And it was liminal. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, yeah, I, the visuals in this, uh, the, the opening bit where he's falling through, everything, that's just... It's gorgeous to look at. Do you remember the short film before Toy Story Three? Um, day and night. Oh, day and night. I was, I was going to say, was it that one? Yes. Did you know that annoyingly on the three D Blu Ray, it's not available? How annoying! Because I saw that in IMAX three D, and let me tell you, that film, that short film in three D, is gorgeous because you've got the plane of two D, and inside the two D, you have this three D landscape. Yeah. Now, the counselors plus Terry. Yeah, and the abstraction there. Imagine watching that in three D and seeing how it all plays with depth of field and coming towards you and coming out of it. This this kind of two D s three D experience of these weird creatures, these abstract monoliths. Yeah. Um, oh. you have made me um sort of see a new love for three D. Oh, a depth. Because before, yeah, <laughs> um, before um, before you made me kind of go see more 3D films. I was always very against it, you know, after Avatar and stuff. The crash like, marketing available... campaign of everything being yeah. 3D but not really being 3D. Yes. I was like, if, it, if it's available in 2D, I'll go see it in 2D rather than 3D. Terrible. And I'm still kind of in that mindset. I, but I, I, I really do. Um, I love your enthusiasm for 3D. I've got a bunch of 3D Blu-rays. All the way across the room. To, no, no, like ones I picked out. Like I need to watch these again, or I haven't even seen this one in three D yet. Like Coco, I've still not oh, seen right. in three D. Oh right. Yeah, because you saw in three D in the cinema, surely. Oh, we went to BFI to see it, and there was a two D screening. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, and that. then I watched it again at home in two D when it was on Sky because I wasn't a big uh, fan of Coco, but I bought the three yeah. D when it's cheap. All right. So I'm going to go through it again. I was hoping to do it before Christmas. I was hoping to get through, but especially Coco, rewatch Ratatouille and Inside Out, because I had a feeling mm. and I was spot on that those three would be the key. So, yeah. so these they are the pre-soul soul. What's the um what what do you think the link is um for uh, Ratatouille in particular? If you remember when uh, Emil's eating garbage and Remy comes out and he's like, What are you doing? Why are you eating this? No, you should try these foods. And he hands him cheese, and then he hands him a grape, and he has these kind of jazz visuals of representing what his tastes are. And then he says, "Now try them together," and it becomes this symphony because it's a symphony of flavors, and it's represented in this as like this symphonic moment. Ah, right. the pizza. All, yeah, the pizza, and also just generally being in the yeah. zone. Mm. It feels like you know Remy Remy's zone is cooking, and he's yeah. teaching Emil to cook, and it's got that kind of sense. His Earth Pass is teaching Emil. The importance mm. of food beyond just for service. I yeah. love Ratatouille. I really should give that. Ratatouille is just gorgeous and masterpiece. Anton Ego, man. Yeah, 
Um, but not uh, everyone can. Everyone I, can, but uh, not everyone should. <laughs> I I was very curious as to how where this film was going for a lot of it, because um, it was all about finding your spark. And I thought um, it, it it seemed to like flip back and forth between uh, you know you need something to obsess over in yeah. order to live yeah. to um, you shouldn't uh, obsess over just one thing and then back and yeah, just back and forth back and forth between these ideas mm. uh, and I wasn't sure which one it was going to settle on um, and I kind of liked where it settled because um, although I am movie mad I have uh, felt like uh, recently, and like I don't know what to do with my life, you know. Like, I I I always thought I'd love to write and stuff, but I haven't written in years now, and I just can't seem to find that spark anymore. And I'm kind of sort of accepting that. Um, so I was I was kind of worried at some points in this film, thinking, oh, is this going to make me feel like <laughs> I'm a failure? But um, but no, it it it's nice. It's it's inspiring in the way that it inspires you to um, broaden your horizons. Even though it doesn't really show him broadening his horizons, he still loves jazz. But he, you know, the whole thing ends with him going, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm just going to live my life. And it feels, it's nice, because I'm like, it just made me think, you know, like, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to do anything in films, apart from this wonderful podcast. Um, but I shouldn't, like, because when I left uh, a job, my, before I went back into working night shifts at a hotel again, my last shift at the uh, the last hotel I did, after before the two or three year gap, I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing this again. I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to do something with myself. And now I'm back, and it, it did feel at one point like you know back to square one. Yeah. But this is, I'm I'm fine. You know, I'm kind of, I'm starting to accept that, uh, that this is what I don't mind doing, and you know, like that's why I go for night shifts. No one else wants to do night shifts, so I'm more than happy to stay up all night. Um. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but it just it just it brought up a lot of feelings and thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I would like to talk about the ending. Okay. That's always, that's big, that was my stopper on the film the first time round. It really it still feels tough now. Mm. It seems the entire film is set about him, you know, maybe he's not destined to be great or be beloved as his, a musician, but yeah. he has passion. But his thing is, he's able to care, concern, listen, think, and help other people on their journeys and teach. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. So mean. one would think, at the, I was thinking at the end, right, well, he's going to become, you know, a perpetual mentor. He, he's hmm. dead. But he finds a new life after life. Ah, right. You, you thought he wasn't going to go back to... Yeah. Yeah. I know that's dark for Disney, but also it's hopeful. It's like, right, you know, the, the story ends, but it's just beginning. Yeah. But this, 
I feel like it just feels too castrated. Yeah, you'd think, surely that must have been one of the ideas for the end. I've got a feeling Disney were real down on the idea of character being Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Which I understand, but I don't know, it's just... It's just nothing. Yeah. Without that, it just feels like it's it gets halfway there and then completely stops. Which yeah. Is aggravating because it could be something, and I've actually just you know dropped it down in my thoughts now because just it doesn't hold together. There's great moments that don't cohese into one clear narrative with a, yeah. a, a culmination that makes you feel okay or feel like it's working. And I can so. see that ending that you suggested very clearly in my head now. Right. It's it it just yeah, it's it fits perfectly. Or he um, goes through the door and then we see him, you know cut older, to a few months later. Older yeah. going through the door to, you know, orchestra. And who's that sitting there? Why there's this rambunctious young earnest musician who's trying to learn. Yeah. Why it's twenty two. Boom. Yeah. That's what I thought we were going to see as well, like uh, sort of, you know, a few years later and you see a little kid. Yeah. Because obviously you couldn't really show uh, 22 going into this baby because the baby wouldn't really be... Wouldn't fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Both of those endings I can see very clearly. But that's not to say I didn't like this ending. Um, I... I thought it was still quite profound. Uh, I would probably say the two you suggested are better, but I still, I still really enjoyed this film. Um, yeah, it's, it's um, definitely up there in terms of Pixar. Remember when, when Toy Story came out and it looked like it looked. How do you mean? Well, you remember how it handy looked? Yeah. Now, you... Yeah. Now look at Soul. Look at every single human being in Soul. <laughs> and every single landscape in Soul. Yeah. I just find the leaps... I mean, I remember when they were doing uh, you know, early press for The Good Dinosaur. <laughs> right. And... Most of the stuff they were showing were just these uh, still, these kind of like, uh, you know, looped landscape shots of the world. Mm. For like 20 minutes, it was just like, yeah, they were doing, they were basically, Peter Soane and uh, the producer were there discussing a bit of the story, but mostly, you know, the effects work and his, you know, his love of animation. Yeah. With these gorgeous landscapes, you know, beautifully realised photo reel before <laughs> and then and here's arlo donk 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 i'm a computer <laughs> character i've barely got any pores on me what <laughs> and it's been like oh why is it so cartoony in a world full of re- photo real which you know if you didn't tell you it was made in a computer i wouldn't bat an eyelid because it's so stunning right and this thing comes in and then they've always managed i mean you look at toy story 4 and they nail the visuals there so wonderfully but yeah. here because it's all yeah, when it's in the real world, it's pretty much all human characters, and yeah, it's stylized in a real way. Yeah, it's got that texture that's artistic and above just like, hey, here's the world. Mm. 
but it feels very much like, hey, but here is the world. And it just, I, I just can't fathom the, the levels we've got to, technology-wise. Yeah. Graphically. I mean, remember when the big thing was, like, you know, back in, uh, was Finding Nemo before Monsters, Inc.? Finding Nemo was after Monsters, Inc. by two um, years. So Monsters, Inc., we had, you know, it was a big thing about, yeah, the fur and the individual hairs. All those Sorry. hairs. Sally had so many hairs. Whereas <laughs> then, Mike Wazowski um, only had one eye, so it's not really yeah. fair. Um, and then um, uh, for uh, Finding Sorry, Nemo... Sorry, James B. Battle. Sullivan, not uh, Chesley Sully <laughs> Sullivan. Um, and then for Finding Nemo, it was all about water. And it was how, uh, how, how the moving water worked, which, you know, let yeah. Nemo and Marlin and... Uh, oh, I forgot her name. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find it. Um, but yeah, you, uh, they don't. We haven't had that in a while, where Pixar has sort of revolutionised the form of animation, and, and the media have well, obsessed over yeah, it. Yeah, stepped ahead. I mean, that's part of what the uh, short films tend, tended to be. It was like, right, here's a tech demo that we're going to make a narrative out of. Yeah. Uh, so like with Piper. lifted, they were playing with, uh, you know, people. Yeah. Piper, I remember being like amazed at just how gorgeous that looked on the big screen. Boring, boring short film, but uh, yeah, photo. Yeah, the short film wasn't much, but the the yeah the the the, the photo realness of it was just incredible. Mm. Yes. Um, so yeah, it just made me think I we haven't had and like I I totally understand uh, your. Um, amazement at the animation and this but but it, it's not been that's not been a, a focus in advertising the film or anything like it has like it had been with uh monsters inc and finding nemo we haven't had that yeah i wonder what their next thing will be in terms of that detail penises and vaginas <laughs> just straight up For, look, these genitals are remake of uh, gaspar noe's love <laughs> We all know hey, you know, <laughs> you know, Antichrist had uh, the fun <laughs> fox. What if the fox was the main character, and he's just watching the events of Antichrist happen? <laughs> Michael Shannon plays the fox. <laughs> oh, whoops. but what does the fox he's think? Just, he's just crushed his genitals. <laughs> She's masturbating. Oh, someone's fucking her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what the oh. fox say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This was, this like was a wonderful film. Um, you know, I do. My, uh, I always, whenever I think of jazz, I think about how much my mum despises it. <laughs> and strangely enough, I did see my mum had put up a thing on Facebook saying she was just watching it about forty minutes before we started. Oh, okay, so I'm curious okay. to see what she thinks. Um, well, she'd have seen it by now because we've finished watching it. Yeah. So yeah, she's so I'm, I'm... hiding her details because she's yeah. one of these things. She's the person who doesn't like the <laughs> Richard Iowardi West Studi movie. Um, but yeah, I she always says like you know she can't stand jazz because it's not proper music and stuff. I, I, I what? Is, yeah, I don't know. I I, I appreciate jazz. Um, I think I didn't appreciate it fully until Whiplash. Really? 
Yeah, probably. Weird. I've never thought of sat down and listened to a jazz album, though. Have you? No, I don't listen to albums. It's just the sound is good when the sound yeah. is good. I've always wanted to go to a jazz bar, though. You know, like the ones that they've got like, in this movie and in other movies where they go to jazz bars. But you don't really... I wouldn't know where to go. Well, nowhere at the moment. But um, in the before time, I don't know where there would be to go in uh, in London. Where is Scots? Is that like... But uh, I've, I've, not, I've never been there, but I don't... Oh, I feel like it wouldn't be... I feel like it wouldn't look like what I, what I expect it to look and feel like. Okay, I'm going to just find some pics of Ronnie Scott's. I'm pretty sure it's exactly what you think it's going to look like. Oh, really? Okay. I, well, come on, if it's not dark and neon red lit. Yeah, there's candle yeah, there's, there's candle lamps. There's uh, wooden seats and red, All right. red walls. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair come enough. on, it's exactly what you think. All right. It's like pieces. This is exactly what you think it is. Imagine having gone to see um, uh, Amy Winehouse there. Right, what would she something. be doing? Having a Singing. drink? Sitting down, grabbing something to eat, a snack. She did, she did perform there, didn't she? I don't know anything about Amy Winehouse, except that, you know, she had a couple of songs. Oh, one did of, you one not of see the documentary? By the Zootons. No, I didn't watch the documentary because I didn't care for the subject, so why would I watch a documentary on a subject I don't care about? That's why I watch documentaries. Well, if it's immediately like, oh, something I've lived through, I don't care. That's the thing. Oh. If you say I've not lived through it, it's like, oh, well, I don't know anything about this. But if it's something like, oh, I don't, I don't care. I didn't care when they were there. I don't care that they're gone. It's not my so area. Are you, are you, um, are you fully against, uh, watching, uh, documentary on the documentary? Yeah, I don't. It's been on a couple of times. I've never bothered to record it. I've no interest in going to it. Oh. Same with uh, Diego Maradona. So. I don't, don't care. See, I, and I like I saw... Senna, but I don't care for watching those two. Oh, right. I was going to say about Senna, because I, I saw Senna. I had no interest at all in Formula One or anything to do with racing. And I came out of it just like, you know, enamored by it, just wanting to, um, wanting to delve into it. Like, so, um, if if Murray Walker was there outside the cinema as you got out, he would say, "And it's go 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 on you <laughs> looking at F one stuff." Well, right, you like uh, Rush, right? A film about Nicky Lauder. Wildly average. Oh, I thought you loved. I thought no, people you love it. it. People love Rush. I right. don't get why people love Ron Howard films. The best film he made might end up being Angels and Fucking Demons. <laughs> I have not seen Hillbilly Energy yet. I will say that much. Yeah, so, um, I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> I think we should do um, Amy as an episode this year at some point. Nah. Now, if you focus on the Zootons. <laughs> I, I'm really surprised at that. Because that's, yeah, it's just because it's a completely different way into how I approach documentaries. I like to go into stuff that I, I have no interest in to see if it will uh, it will spark an interest in me. Does that not inter- does that not like um, make you know? Not if I've already established an understanding of the like like I said if I've lived through it or it's something that's you know if it's football related immediately I'm done. <laughs> Those kind of things. If it's something yeah. like right 
but we're going to dive into the creation of brick laying mm. with the you know throughout the millennia right as directed by <laughs> you know michael michael she mm-hmm. then yeah sure it's like okay maybe that might be interesting if it's you know compelling and not you know here's a 12 hour miniseries Right. For Netflix. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need yeah. to know any more about cults or murders. Because or you're murdered not like, cults. Um, <laughs> you're not. You don't actively dislike Amy Winehouse, do you? You I just know she exists. I genuinely and... have no care. I don't know if if I've heard her voice in the last decade. Right. Now, a couple of times. The Zootons version of Valerie has been on the radio. Mm. And I enjoyed that. Because I enjoyed the Zootons. I thought like, that first album was strong. I would have said I don't Ooh. care. Ooh. I don't care about a guy who lives with bears. But then Grizzly Man was really good. But just because no, no, I, no. I didn't care. No, he went, I went to live there. with Grizzly Bears. He didn't go to yeah. uh, hang out with Bears from the Happy <laughs> Mondays. Now that's different um, Far more interesting. Let's get that going. What if Timothy Treadwell, but with Bez? <laughs> um, but don't... He was playing his tambourine on stage until he decided to terminate him through the fear of useless symbolism. <laughs> it's a joke because they have symbols in the tambourine. But you, you get what I'm saying? Like, you didn't have an in, uh, a major interest in um in that, did you? In Someone living with bears. Well, no, I didn't have any understanding this year when I first saw it. And yet, you still, you still went ahead and watched. Not interest, it. So, understanding. So what, right. So, what made what made you watch that? It's, it's like, oh, it's a story. It's a documentary. It's a documentary about some guy who was so into nature he went into nature. So, I can understand that. I would like to see what it's like to have a perspective of that much. You know, dedication and you know, broken perceptions. The uh, the Diego Maradona film, like I like you, am not interested in football at all. Yeah, maybe once every four years for the World Cup at a push. Um, Should be pushed. But I still went to. I I made a point of going to see the Diego Maradona film because, well, partly because I'd seen Senna and I knew it was yeah, you only asked Senna and yeah. But also because, like, you know, I don't like football, but I like uh, finding out about people um, and their characters. And this was a film all about one person and his character. Yeah, it's about um, one person. That makes it even more limited. It's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Ah. They better yeah, be really like, interesting and compelling. And it better mm. not be in a man-on-wire kind of way where they're just the arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should do uh, an ass if Capadia month no. it's decided no. we've still got, does that mean uh, we have to watch episodes of uh, I was going to say Mindhorn, Mindhunter <laughs> I would watch episodes of Mindhorn I'm sure you would watch episodes of Mindhorn <laughs> go to um, the Isle of Man and see where it was set, go and have a convention <laughs> but yeah, we should do more, more documentaries um, so, Soul so, when do you think you'll watch so, this again? I'm not sure. I'll probably wait a while and hope for a 3D. Yeah, it is one of those films. What What made you um intrigued about watching it a second time so quickly after the first time? 
Oh, um, podcast programming. Right, okay. <laughs> no, no, because you said you were... No, you were no, 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 it. that's not fair. I'm being, I'm being a silly boy. I'm being a very <laughs> silly boy. I enjoyed it, and I wanted to experience it knowing where it was going, because the first time around I was watching not... You know, it yeah. was uh, Gene Wilder in Willy Wonka. There's no way of knowing which direction we are going. <laughs> Right. So now, then, thus knowing where the journey leads to, I would like to see everything in context a bit more. Yeah, and uh, not not so good. But <laughs> we haven't talked about uh, a particular element that I think deserves talking about. Okay, this is the second film to be released on a streaming service this year, which has some major buco Hollywood blockbusters put into it, starring Graham Norton. Oh right. Oh, okay. Uh, Star yeah. of Eurovision. Yeah, I've Story still not watched Eurovision. You I've are, no plan you to are watch by, Eurovision. It's not good. Eurovision's <laughs> better than the Eurovision movie would ever be. <laughs> but he, of course he pops up to do some commentating. Mm. He's playing himself, but, you know, it's the narrative film, so it counts. He's still, he's, he is acting in it. Yeah. Just like when he pops up to act, because he's better than, you know, just sitting down getting drunk on wine with famous people. <laughs> Did you not like a show? I quite... That's one of the few... I don't care for the kind of shows in general. Shows like, oh, fair enough. He's, he's one of the few ones that is actually really good at getting good interviews out of people, though. Um, yeah. Well, that was soul, I suppose. I don't know when I'll watch that again. I, I feel like I want to introduce my sister to it at some point, but I don't know when. Yeah, play piano now for us. Oh, I'd love to. Uh, piano and guitar. Piano to... and guitar. Boy, yeah, I'd love to pass real quick, buddy. I'd love to play those. Yeah. Okay, so play the question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Okay, which instrument was that? Just to make sure. That was the piano, obviously. Uh, what were you playing on the piano? Just to make sure we can confirm. It was a, um, it was a, uh, an original concept. It was jazz. I was just jazzing. You were jazzing. Mm. Gosh, could you imagine going to a Disney movie and jazzing all over the place? <laughs> it's well, definitely not using that word. Constantly coming out. I mean, because if this was, if so, was set in the Star Wars universe, you know what they would say instead, right? What? Well, you know, um, figuring down the mortal nose. Yeah, did, 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 did. Oh, right. You know, fig, yeah, figuring down the mortal nose. Right. You know, you know what their genre of music is called. Right? Oh, oh gosh, yeah. All right, all right. You don't have to say it because it's a Pixar movie we're talking about. Here. Go, you know, so Jamie Fox would be coming down to uh, order, yeah, order twenty-two. Well, she was in someone <laughs> at that point. And being like, you know, hey, you're just jizzing. Well done, you're just jizzing. And all the time you do, like, oh, oh. You've got you've got your instrument and you're not gonna play it. I always have my instrument. You had to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Nice. Oh, I love jizzing with you. <laughs> it feels good to jizz on the podcast. I'm not getting involved in any of this. Disney. Disney. We're talking, we're talking Disney products here. It's fine. It's fine to jizz about Disney. <laughs> Get j- jazzy, jizzy jiff with it. <laughs> Do you want to ask the question? DJ, DJ, Jim. Please save us all and ask the question. This is the New Zealand version. DJ, come on, Terry. Bounce off. Are you are you mad that you went jazzing with Soul? Not in the least. No, I'm not mad that I went jazzing with the Soul. Are you moving, man, for Disney Pixar's Soul? Now we're at home and not in 3D. Yeah, I gotta say I am. Yeah. Are you? I am less enthused this time round. All right. It's middle of the road Pixar. Great pictures. Doesn't quite satisfy narratively or character-wise. Fair enough. Oh, Richard Ayoade and Wes Studi. Yeah. It's Braga. Yeah. Yeah. Quest love. Um, well, where can we find you to? Um, where can we that. find you to talk jazzing? You can jizz over me on, on Twitter at Ethan Runt. I'm over uh, our back. It's funny and true. <laughs> you can find me. Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, on Twitter uh, at movie underscore mad. Movie underscore mad. On Twitter and on Instagram. And it's um, okay. Say movie underscore mad. Yeah. 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 Obviously. Um, and you can find us at iumovie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, I am movie mad pod on Facebook. I am movie mad at hotmail.com. There's our email address. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Pod knows there's a thing. Pod is, is a, a leading UK independent podcasting network where you can listen yep. to uh, our. Weekly and starting again soon. Friday Nashville recap yes. show. We're uh, towards the end of season one at the moment. Very excited to get so back to that. It's going to go with Ted Lexington, Will Lexington. Theodore Extrapolosius Lexington. You're going to love him eventually. He wears a hat so far. He wears a hat. That's he all does he's done. That's an amazing hat. And I got to know. The only person I care about wearing a hat? Go on. It's soul folk. Soul folk wearing hats. It's cute. It's cute on someone who's got a soul. More soul hats. More soul hats, more top hats. That's the end of result of 2021. And more episodes of I'm Moving Mad. Speaking of which, what is next week's episode? Oh, next week we're going to watch a film that came out. Um, actually, it came out... 14 years before this film came out at the Cannes Film Festival. This okay. did the Cannes Film Festival. And then technically this film is also only coming out in the next couple of weeks, but also has kind of came out on television back in 2009 and also has been available digitally, but no one noticed that, but it's been there. But technically it's finally rearing its ugly head next month, well, next week or the week after on Blu-ray, next to Arrow. So whatever that film could be, very particular, very weird, very strange story going on with the next week's film. 
I would expect nothing less. Yes. Until then, I suppose. Thank you for listening. Go do some jism. <laughs> Not getting involved. You you got involved. You no. could you you did it yourself, so it's your fault. Your own fault. They could got jizzed on. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. Produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.